James, the preacher to the Hebrew Christians. The book of James is a fairly short book of only five chapters in which lie recommendations and instructions for living the Christian life that we all would do well to listen to and implement. Though many of the instructions are simple, they are not easy to follow, for we have in our natures the desire to do the opposite of what we are told. As children, we would be told to stay away from a stove because it was hot and we would get burned. How many really wanted to touch the stove just to see how hot it was? Who here likes to be being told to do what, what to do and how to act? I sure don't. And I would guess you don't either. However, if we are to follow Jesus Christ and do as he instructed, we need to not only read the Bible, but impart the truths taught into our whole being, meaning we are not only to believe what we are taught, but also to incorporate the truths into our lives. Today I want to cover just the beginning of James, chapter 1. Let's read the first verse together. James, a servant of God and the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes in the dispersion, greetings. The book starts out with a simple introduction, one used throughout the Greco-Roman world, secular but also similar to greetings used in the books of the Maccabees and in Acts. And the author just states his name as James, expecting us to know exactly who the writer is. This, along with church history, among other canonical and extra-canonical data, has most scholars believing th this to be the brother of Jesus Christ. This is a book that not only talks about salvation through Jesus Christ, but also ways to live the Christian life once you believe and become a follower of the ways of Jesus. James says he is a servant of God and of Jesus Christ. The word used for servant is often translated as slave, because the word denotes literal bondage. The idea is that Jesus died to conquer death and die for the sins of the world. That includes the sins you and I commit. Once we believe this and become a follower of Jesus Christ, we are God's. We commit to, do, we commit to doing as God commands us and to live in a godly manner. A slave must do what his or her master commands. God is our master and commander. We are God's servants or slaves when we become believers. The big difference is we are not treated as slaves, though. We are treated as beloved children. This expression is used in the same religious expression we see in the piety expressed throughout the Psalms. We are not abused slaves like what we find here on earth throughout history. We are cared for as precious children because we are loved so thoroughly by God. Jesus, God, loves us so much that he died for us, and it was a horrible death but he willingly went to the cross to take death and sin from the world. True, there is still death and sin in the world, but the act of self-sacrifice was the beginning of the ushering in of God's will on earth as in heaven. And here's the kicker, folks. We are, to, we are to help bring that heaven here on earth, and the book of James helps us learn how to do that. When James writes to the twelve tribes in the dispersion, he's writing to the Christian Jews throughout the then-known world. While we have evidence of a James within the church ministering around Jerusalem, there is a debate over whether that is the same James that wrote the letter. According to Luke uh, Timothy Johnson, this is a com in his commentary on James, the Yellow Anchor Bible series, that's because of two lines of thought. I also believe that this was the brother of Jesus and he was writing not only to his home church, but also the other churches of the Jewish believers throughout the kingdoms. 
Although many Jews had come back to Jerusalem, there were many still in other parts of the known world due to being conquered multiple times and ensuing enslavement. I also believe this letter was probably known to the non-Christian Jews too. So I don't doubt this was used as a tool of evangelism as well. This is the beginning of a wonderful book which I intend to study in some depth. I invite you to come along on my studies through the book of James to see what insights we can glean, insights on living the Christian life and getting along with our fellow humans. I know there have been many sermons and books written on the book of James, but I believe there's a lot of misunderstandings of what the book teaches. As I stated before, much of what is taught by James seems easy in practice, but is not. And I think we'll come across theological insights that maybe you hadn't thought of before. I invite you to stay with me over the coming weeks as I go through the book of James.